You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning and Merry Christmas Eve. Can you believe it? Yeah. December 24th, get that huge chocolate out of your advent calendar. And uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. I can't believe it. Uh, Happy holidays to everybody. But um, is it just me or are you a little relieved to see zero centimeters this morning? I don't know about you, but uh, I'm going to have a little bit of a sleep in (laughs) today after giving you the lowdown. Well, it says zero centimeters on the initial preliminary report, but expect that to potentially update because look at the storm skate, well, it's still, uh, there's definitely still some flurries happening right now. And there's a solid three centimeters on the storm skate that has been cleared this morning. So a couple of centimeters overnight, giving us a base of 155 centimeters on Blackcomb, 214 at Pig Alley on Whistler. And that's a solid near meter, like 96 centimeters in the past seven days, 48 centimeters in the past 48 hours and 32 in the past 24. But something that we're all anticipating is, of course, the temperature change. Oh, yeah. It's going to start to get really cold this afternoon through evening. Already looking at about minus 11 to be the temperatures in the Alpine, even around the Roundhouse right now this morning, where the peak has uh, has had winds at around 50 k's an hour, or like quite solidly. Uh, for the past few hours since yesterday afternoon, along with the Horseman Hut recording winds around there, which seem to be dropping right now. But some ridgetop winds due to get lighter, what with this Arctic outflow coming our way. We'll get to that. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it now. It is going to be a severely chilly. The coldest day uh, predicted right now to be sort of Sunday through to Monday as well, this Arctic outflow bringing us unseasonably forecast to be record or near record lows, especially in the valley. So a few things, of course, you know, that even the municipality are uh, have an advisory about this special weather statement because, of course, the risk of frostbite, hypothermia with these conditions is severe. And there are still people, you know, who are living in their vans to make it work. So maybe uh, if you have any spare chocolates, drop them on a windscreen. Something like that could really make someone's day when they're trying to stay warm during these really frigid temperatures. Yeah. Uh, And it just means that skiing, of course, is going to be hazardous, like genuinely. So there's a few things that have been set up, including actually some warming stations on in WB, you know, what with steeps not opening this year, that is going to be used in the roundhouse as a 15 minute warming area. Same in Glacier Creek, uh, lodge that is in the expressway they're going to have a warming station there you do need to show proof of vaccination and a valid piece of government id to be able to use those 15 minute stations they don't require reservations like uh, the the lodges do for you know for eating so uh yeah uh that's going to be a great option for people to really make sure that their toes stay warm i hope you've stocked up on toe warmers uh and hand warmers get at them today if you haven't any 
plan on skiing. Uh, but yeah, regular breaks is going to be crucial, carrying warm drinks and also keeping your skin unexposed. I was telling a story yesterday. I remember doing laps on peak during a really good storm one year and uh, the snow was awesome, like so cold, but it was minus 20 something up there. And I ended up with frost nip on my cheeks that lasted for days. Like, and every time I skied up until touchwood recently it really uh really affected the skin you know every year it would come back that sensitivity so make sure you don't expose any skin when you're skiing over the next few days it can be uh well yeah frostbite frost nip are real issues Brr. but uh how good was yesterday I know. Amazing. Uh, I don't know about you. I waited for seventh. Uh, I know a lot of people who did and it sure paid off well over 40 centimeters in spots. It was glorious. What a beautiful morning, especially with that visibility until of course the clouds came in a little, but over the weekend you can expect, well, today cloudier skies through to tomorrow as well, but then some clearing, uh, well, sorry, uh, due for a cloudier skies entering really this afternoon with light snow continuing through tomorrow morning and those cold temperatures uh, coupled with cloudy skies, which is unusual uh, for an Arctic outflow. It usually brings high pressure and, and anti-cyclonic uh, weather, but you've got, we've, we're forecast for sunshine, very clear skies on Monday, Tuesday with cool temperatures. And at this point, early on in the forecast, but potential for uh, Wednesday to have warmer, not warm's not even the word you want to use, less cold temperatures, still very unseasonably cold, but uh, potential for snow Wednesday night, but early reports on that right now. So we'll keep you updated Monday. Uh, 44 runs are groomed on Whistler this morning. The saddle is run of the day. There are 47 runs groomed on Blackcomb with Trapline again being run of the day, along with Hughes Heaven as well. And a notification from the mountain that, of course, in the wake of this system, clouds are expected to linger through Saturday, but increasing sun periods bring those, yeah, uh, increasingly cold temperatures. So variable visibility expected today, cloudy with morning sunny periods and an alpine high of minus nine expected today. Soft pack conditions, of course. So for the valley, that means over the next few days, really cold temperatures as well uh, to be expected, looking at a high of minus 11 tomorrow in the valley. But with the wind chill, uh, it will feel Oh, pardon me, got a message apparently. It will feel a lot cooler. Uh, minus 16 due to be the high on Sunday, where on Monday it will be increasingly sunnier and due to be just a high of 14. That means during the night it's going to be even colder. And, uh, you know, Lainey Mullins tagged me in a post yesterday. Uh, really important, a little notification that came online. If you do have hummingbirds overwintering, how you keep that warm. Uh, I actually had a little guy stay way longer than usual. I have two hummingbird feet. So I've been swapping them out with warm liquid, high, high with a high concentration of sugar too, to keep the little guy alive. We called him Chilbo Baggins because, uh, well, he's got uh, a feed ahead of him to to stay stay alive really and get enough calories through this uh, cold snap. So think of the animals if you've got some bird seed as well. Uh, yeah, give the little furry, uh, little feathery friends a little feed. I know my little squirrel Earl will be happy for that too. Uh, but yeah, cold, cold, cold is how the temperature 
temperatures are going to be over the next few days. We'll see just if they're going to be record-breaking. But on this day in 1977, that's right, Christmas Eve in 1977, it was minus 16.2 in the valley. So it does happen. I know uh, the post recently about people reminiscing on some really cold spots. Yeah, run your taps and uh, keep the heating on and your pipes well ventilated too. Sunrise today is at 10 minutes past eight. Sunset, it is a quarter past, well, 14 minutes past four. The roads, well, there was an accident actually uh, yesterday. I say yesterday. It was like 2 a.m. this morning around Bob the big orange bridge, but roads looking pretty clear right now, but these cold temperatures could really bring us a bit of ice, especially in some subdivisions here in Whistler. So take it easy out on the roads there too. And uh, yeah, give ample room for braking too distance. And sorry to miss it, but I'll give you the AVI report too, because uh, there's still uh, a lot of caution to be exercised, what with dangerous level three avalanche conditions in the alpine and tree line following uh, the recent snowfall. So dangerous in those elevations, considered moderate below tree line, but choose simple, well-supported terrain without convexivities because these sunny skies can make bigger lines look really appealing, but the slabs formed during the storm uh, can still avalanche under the weight of us riders. Plus, we have those lingering uh, atmospheric uh, river weak layers, you know, from that uh, rain-freeze crust still in there, lingering in the snowpacks. So yeah, be super, super cautious. Same applies for tree wells still, even after all that skiing from yesterday. Uh, Road-wise, got that dialed. Uh, some notifications here about, uh, well, some cancellations, of course, with local programming and events. Unfortunately, the Whistler Winter Celebration, the Winter Sphere at the Whistler Conference Centre has been cancelled, that indoor entertainment over the holidays, along with the local music series and Sugar, Sack, uh, Sugar Shack characters at Whistler Olympic Plaza that have been scheduled from now up until the end of the month. And that's due to the forecast frigid temperatures as well. Uh, there was an additional transit service on New Year's Eve, uh, but that has been cancelled. But free transit will be offered from 6pm to 3.30 within Whistler on New Year's Eve. Uh, I've already mentioned the Whistler Public Library is back to 30-minute express visits, uh, yeah, along with more virtual programming from them. And I've, I've mentioned too about the roads, what with the Duffy now being a reopened for non-essential travel. But the also the Coca-Cola, that's right, Highway 5 is now open, but just for essential traffic only, with most commercial vehicles actually moving along Highway 5 as well. And travel restrictions were lifted from Highway 3, the Crow's Nest, at 8 a.m. on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, uh, the, there is, however, a weight limit on the Duffy. You do, your vehicles do need to weigh less than 14,500 kilograms. I'm pre presuming there's still a checkpoint for that for commercial larger trucks. Yeah, um, also apparently there's a, a new wood hut that you might have noticed in Olympic Plaza, which is near the washrooms uh, by the snow pile. That is actually a COVID PCR rapid test site, but it is not for medically uh, for for, uh, for the public. It is for medically referred people only. So uh, yeah, a notification there from the uh, wonderful host uh, Whistler Village uh, hosts there. There about uh, about that uh, facility in particular. Uh, 
So event-wise, it's not that Christmas is cancelled, but there are obviously so many people isolating, of course, in our communities right now. So if you're able to just spread some love, cheer, reach out to your loved ones through this time where we're all keeping a low profile, then then definitely do, yeah, um, thinking of everybody who has to go through that and uh, in particular right now. In fact, a great little post from a local photographer, uh, Peter Bailey, who said, if anyone wants to, you know, visit with uh, an elderly friend or at-risk family or friend, he has uh, an actual propane fire pit he'd love to lend out. He said it wasn't his idea, actually. He, uh, a friend asked him last Christmas if he could hang out with his mom and use a fire pit. Yeah, we're going to have to get creative to really meet people outside and be uh, safe for transmission, all that kind of stuff. So that's a great option. I'm sure we're all going to get creative with that. Speaking of another uh, potential for a be vocal about a local candidate, somebody found a bottle of wine in a snowbank yesterday. Sam Surawi, in fact. Sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong, Sam, but great that you're trying to get that back to the owner. I can recognize the snowbank. It's right by Alter Lake Road there. Uh, West Side Road, uh, on the entrance to Tamarisk. Yeah, so, uh, and Twin Lakes. So if you lost a bottle of wine, get in touch. Sam might have it for you. <laughs> and uh, somebody asking a question online too about if anyone knows how to get red stains from park features out of their snowboard, ski, you know, jackets and pants. Somebody online saying Kangen water with 11.5 uh, pH, very alkaline, mixed with pink solution, takes out like black shoe polish, red wine and blood out of most uh, white carpet and clothing. So oh, top tip for anybody rocking any stains from park features on the clothing. Mm. And did anybody play the whistle ride game? that was online on Facebook. Yeah, Andrew Bacon getting that, everyone's favorite game show. Name that vehicle. <laughs> and I've definitely still seen a few vehicles around town that still uh, will look like they're going to be buried until the spring. So there's a fun game for, uh, for people enjoy. <laughs> and a little anniversary to shout out actually for the Whistler Siding Center. Did you know that it was the 10th anniversary? Yeah, 10th birthday for their passenger bobsleigh activity yesterday. Yeah, happy birthday, Whistler Sliding Center. An awesome, awesome, uh, you know, opportunity for people to to do an outdoor activity, a winter sport. So fun that isn't, uh, well, ski or snowboarding because, you know, a lot of people visit our town that don't. And there's so many other options, be it dog sledding along with snowmobiling. I know a family that will be heading out for snowmobiling. Uh, yeah, tomorrow and what a day to do it. A great idea. But also winter activities, indoor activities like the escape rooms, are so fun here in Whistler. We really do. We really are spoiled. What a place to live in. You know, if you didn't ski yesterday, don't worry. Of course, it was a hell of a day, but uh, there'll be more coming. 708. Woo. Okay. That clock is chicken. Let's uh, wish Daniel San a happy birthday, our local whistler, right? Along with, well, uh, a few for, for over the weekend coming our way. That's uh, Petri Miniotis to those in your own pet. It's his birthday actually on Boxing Day. Christopher Leckles too. But um, yeah, none of others. Bibiana, she's already left town. So I'll keep it short and sweet there because of course I've got some amazing throwback facts for you from Christmas Eve throughout the ages. Brought to you by the awesome Stinkies on the Stroll. I know a lot of you will be watching some holiday football and sports in there. Uh, not 
any uh, uh, Olympic hockey. Yeah, that's been a hot topic in the NHL recently. But anyway, did you know that the first radioactive isotope medicine was administered in Berkeley, California on this day in 1936? Mm-hmm. True fact. Uh, along with the fact uh, the BBC broadcasted its first British radio play, The Truth About Father Christmas, in 1922. Yeah, I love my radio facts, of course. You might not as much, but that's all right. I've got more coming your way you might be into, including the fact that uh, Christmas Carol Silent Night, yeah, who was composed by Franz Xavier Gruber, was first sung actually in Obendorf in Austria on this day in 1818. Yeah, cool, hey? Would have been Howard Hughes' birthday today, but here's some cool facts for you from the music scene. How about the fact it is Anthrax's singer's uh, uh, birthday today? Yeah, apparently. Uh, The Sex Pistols played their last ever UK gig. Well, kind of. In 1977, as a full band anyway, with Sid Vicious. They also played in 1996, but not in between. And it was actually a charity uh, performance in Huddersfield, mainly in front of children. Yeah, I can just see uh, God Save the Queen and uh, uh, Anarchy in the UK just hitting it off with the kids. That is awesome. But Poison had their had a huge number one on this day in 1988. Can you guess? Every rose has its thorn. Yeah. 1988, the same year that Nirvana actually started recording their first album, Bleach, using a $600 loan from an old school friend. Yeah. <laughs> a few years later, let's talk more grunge from Seattle. Well, in 1994, Pearl Jam went to number one with a Vitalogy. Uh, yeah, their third studio album, which actually was first released on vinyl and then went to other formats a couple weeks later. Yeah. There we go. Some music facts for you from Christmas Eve throughout the ages. I'll give you a joke here that, uh, you know what? I know they've been super cheesy recently. I know Jun Iwasada enjoyed yesterday's one. But uh, what month does a Christmas tree hate the most? September. Yeah. I know, not great. Today's track of the day that I've been really digging is from a New Zealand band, actually, called Unknown Mortal Orchestra. They actually, they're from Auckland originally, five albums out, started composing, making music. They're Aotearoa award-winning bands, uh, started making music back in 2010. But they're currently based in Oregon, actually, in Portland. But uh, the track that I'm really digging, really cool psychedelic, like garage rock from them is That Life. Really fun to shred too. Maybe you'll dig it too. But I really hope you have a phenomenal, safe uh, Christmas. I know it might look really unusual, what with uh, the Rona being rife, but I really hope, you know, there's a silver lining. We'll be able to celebrate together soon, outside, something like that. But Merry Christmas. I really mean it. Yeah. 712, signing off. I will see you, mo- well, chat to you Monday morning if I don't see you on the hill. Podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.